0: Welcome to Pro Sports Talk with your hosts Clay Evanson and Scott Albin.
1: All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Pro Sports Talk. I'm Clay Evanson. I'm with your host Scott Albin. Scott, it's been a pretty crazy weekend, man, in sports. What you got going on?
0: That that it has. Um, you know the the we're going to talk about the Mets and their hot streak. Um, we'll talk about, uh, Antonio Brown and also Tom Brady's issues with the new helmets. Uh, we'll talk about the, the current hot, hot topic right now is Dak Prescott's contract and him not wanting the $30 million. (laughs) And, uh, we'll go over the top 12 salaries for NFL quarterbacks.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, don't, you know, I want to talk about this kid. Um, I can't even pronounce his name.
0: Oh, yeah. Ari- the, one, the one for the Aristides. Race, right?
1: Aristides. If I'm wrong, guys, let me know. Aristides Aquino. That's what it looks like. Sounds about right. For Aristides Aquino. Lots going on. Um, it was a long weekend. Pretty rough weekend in parts of the world. Um, in other aspects of the world, but... I, you know, I really kind of want to focus on sports. So, uh, give, me, give me your, what do you think your um, biggest topic of the week is right now?
0: Well, with everything going on, I mean, biggest biggest topic right now has got to be Dak. Um, that's the, oh. you know, that, that's the, the hot button. Um, you know, he has offered a $30 million a year contract by the Cowboys and he turned it down. He wants
1: 40. Good grief. What do you what do you think what are your honest thoughts about that?
0: My honest thoughts? Well, I mean, let's just look at his, you know, his body of work. Um, you know, and and these when when we have these quarterbacks um looking at these contracts and stuff, I automatically think about the Joe Flacco contract.
1: Right. With yep. the
0: Ravens after they won the Super Bowl, they put what Twenty million dollars a year into him. He, um, at the
1: time, he was the most, um, he was the highest-paid player,
0: right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, and but look, look at what happened after that contract, right? So they what made it back to the playoffs maybe one or two years, in the, in the next, what was it, five years or so? Yeah. And you know, I, I I get it with with an elite quarterback, they can make or break a you know a season or you know a franchise, right? But you also have to look at why was he successful? You know, why was Joe Flacco successful?
1: Well, he had a team around him.
0: Exactly. And he was on his rookie contract. So a lot of the money was put into their defense. A lot of the money was put into the weapons that he had around them. And they had a run game. Right. Right. So now he looks all pretty and sitting high and mighty because he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. But in the big scheme of things, it wasn't really because of him.
1: Right. And when they give you that much money, everything else dries up.
0: Right, exactly. So, I mean, let I mean, we can we can go down the list here, and it you know it's gonna come up with a lot of guys that have yet to, you know, g- even get to a Super Bowl or even win one. So, the highest paid quarterback, and well, let's just start with the league average. Okay. okay? League average of quarterback salaries is four point nine million dollars.
1: That's All the right. league average
0: league average okay so this uh, the nfl salary cap for this year is 188.2 million dollars
1: per team per
0: team okay so then you got to add in the adjusted cap and all that sort of thing which there's like dead cap and cap that's on injured list and blah 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 so the highest paid quarterback in the nfl yeah is matthew stafford And how
1: many championships does he have?
0: Zero. In fact, he's made the playoffs twice, I believe. And don't get
1: me wrong. I'm a big Matthew Stafford fan. Oh, he's good. He played at Georgia. But the problem is, and we're all seeing it, you pay a quarterback astronomical numbers, then you got nothing left to pay anybody to surround him with.
0: Correct. So, and, and looking at it, right, so they, he's, he's at $29.5 million a year, right? Oh, there, gosh, the Lions, I'm sorry?
1: I said I didn't know it was that much.
0: Yeah, so the Lions adjusted cap space for this season alone is $194 million. His salary, his contract eats up 15% of the cap space.
1: For the entire team.
0: For the entire team. Wow. I mean, that that's crazy, right? I mean, 15% isn't a lot, but when you're talking about 53 guys that you have to pay for, to make your team successful. That's a lot.
1: Yeah. And you think now Dak Prescott is wanting 40 million,
0: 40 million, 40 million. And yeah, that's that's
1: 20% of the team salary, right?
0: Well, so, I mean, we, we can get to that in a second. Um, but just going down the list, so Matthew Stafford's one at 29, 29 and a half.
1: Yeah.
0: Kirk Cousins is second at 29. Wow. He's 15% of the Vikings cap. Andrew Luck is third at 27 and a half, and he's 11%. Aaron Rodgers is 26 and a half. He's fourth. Wow. He's, and being a Packer fan, he's my guy, but I still think that, I mean, it is, it's, it's is a guy like Rodgers worth it you know it,
1: it really comes down for the football team it comes down to the bottom line they they're not basing their pricing off of, off of stats and wins they're basing it off of the bottom line how much money they're making right
0: and i mean the packers sell out every game oh yeah right and a lot a lot of it is to come see him because he's the hot commodity on that team and almost in the NFL. Right. Right. So I heard a couple of years ago after he broke his collarbone in that Viking game, that the NFL ratings went down because he was not playing.
1: Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so, you...
0: so that, I, I think that that's why they put in that, that extra, effort into a tackle or into a sack with a quarterback was because of him. And then you add in Tom Brady being hurt too. And like guys like, you know, I mean the elite quarterbacks, they get hurt and the viewership goes down.
1: Who's the next five guys on the list.
0: So we got Russell Wilson at 26.2 big, big Ben at 26.2 Eli at 23.
1: Cam Cam Newton
0: at 23. Phillip rivers at 23. Breeze at 22.7. That's your top 10. So 11. Did you already mention Matt Ryan or is he
1: not in the top 10?
0: He's not in the top 10. So (laughs) number 11 is Derek Carr. Number 12 is Tom Brady. Now, here's the the difference here. Tom Brady is 10% of their salary cap. Yeah. You can manage that.
1: Yeah. And he is... Um, I would say essential to how many championships? Six. Yeah. he's got
0: he's got all six of them.
1: So that's my question with this whole. I got offered thirty, which would make me the richest football player in the history of football. But I want forty. That's my question. That's what I don't understand. Is why you're so marketable, and he yeah. is. He's a good-looking dude. He's in a big-name town. He's very marketable. He's with a big-name team. Why not just take $5 million, free up all the camp space, surround yourself with winners that or people that can help you win, and then make up the other $35 million on a Nike contract or uh, an Adidas contract or Under Armour or whatever? Why? why I mean, we played Pro Bowl. For very little money.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I I, I, see the logic behind it. You know, and I I wonder, I just wonder how many or how much influence is coming from his agent. Because we know agents get 10%, whatever, 15% of of the contract they sign, right?
1: Yeah. So maybe it could be his family too.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It very well could, but the, the, his, mom, his mom died when he is in college, I believe. Okay. So I'm not sure about the whole family dynamic, or if he's married, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But you know, it's, to me personally, the money it, it, it wasn't about the money. Okay. I, wanted, I wanted to win. And I want to win championships. Like right. I, I, you know, my my wife and I had the discussion. I don't know when it was, but it was like, hey, if you ever made it up there, would you go out and try to get, you know, a big contract? And I mean, for me personally, I mean, I would rather be on a winning team. Me too. Making league minimum because I can survive off of six hundred thousand dollars a year.
1: Right. So, right.
0: You know, and then you add in the the. You know, when you go on a ten-game road trip and you're getting 125 dollars a day, but you get all your meals comped, or you can eat at the you can eat at the yard with their catered food, you can pocket a thousand dollars in a in a road trip.
1: Yeah, and if you if you last a couple of years, you get Major League pension.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, and you know, I'm NFL started to take care of their players a lot better. Right. But you know, look looking at it from him, and you know, as a quarter, as a high school and quarterback, or as a quarterback in high school. Right. If I had his abilities and I was in his position, knowing what I had for the five guys in front of me, the one guy behind me, that's a wrecking ball through the line. Yeah. And then I got one of the elite receivers out to the right or left in Amari Cooper. Right. I don't need the respect of being paid. 30 million dollars a year yeah it'd be great sure if you want to do it and we can still have a good team why not but right. the proof in the pudding is the more you more money you put into your quarterback the less you have for your defense and for your offensive line for your running backs you know and you need all those guys right so especially being a mobile quarterback and if you be, he's not a pocket passer so You need he depends a lot of his success is off of play action, right? So if you don't have enough money to keep Zeke and you don't have enough money to keep Tyron Smith, Zach, you know Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, all those guys, your value will. I mean, your your return on investment is going to diminish.
1: Right. Yeah, I agree.
0: So, I would. I mean, if I'm his agent, I'm saying, dude, you're make make ten million get 10 million a year, go for five years, but put the money into the guys that are making you successful.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Because you get into the hall of fame because you win three or four super bowls. They'll take care of you. Yeah. You You can live off 5 million, 10 million a year. Who can't, I mean, if you can't live off of that, then there's something wrong. So.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of, um, I think I'd be more like Steve Young. You know, we signed a four-year, $40 million contract in the USFL Mm -hmm. to be paid over 43 years.
0: Why not? That's like a Bobby Bonilla type.
1: Yeah. Why not? If you can't take care of your family for a million a year, dude, what are you doing with your life? Seriously. uh,
0: In in Vince Young's case, he put the money in the wrong hands.
1: Yep, yep.
0: So I mean there's there's that factor too, but I mean still I mean look looking at the Cowboys contracts, right? They're top their, their top paid players yeah. are, are Tyron Smith at fifteen million and that's seven percent of their salary cap. And then you have Zach Martin at fourteen and hits six point nine. Next is Travis Frederick at ten and that's five point four. Zeke Is seven point nine, and he's a three point nine percent.
1: He's a bargain right now.
0: Oh yeah, but but his market value is only nine point five.
1: Right, but he's still a bargain, and he's probably making ten to twenty in endorsements and other obligations. So what does he care?
0: Exactly, exactly right. So Dak at this point is making two point one million. His market value is twenty nine.
1: That's still insane. Yeah. I just don't get it. Take five, tell the team, say, look, love you. I love this town. Go buy me three more superstars and let's win something.
0: But I'm not putting Dak in the same caliber as Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford.
1: No, not anywhere close.
0: No way So uh, even Drew I mean he'll be making More money than Drew Brees
1: in Just imagine If you put, put um, Matthew Stafford In Dallas What would happen oh, would they the tear, they I mean Granted it's not Top tier talent But it's a lot better Than he's dealing With in Detroit
0: 100%
1: Same thing with Aaron Rodgers Who's Aaron Rodgers Got right now
0: I'm sorry what did you say
1: Who does Aaron Rodgers Have to throw to Right now like Devontae, seriously,
0: Devonte Adams. That's it. And
1: uh, I think they got a young Jimmy, tight end,
0: Jimmy Graham. Well, they got they got Stern Sternberger from A and M. They got Jimmy Graham. They got Mercedes Lewis. Um, they got a couple of young guys and Geronimo Allison. And
1: um, yeah, but nobody about, about those guys football cards. Yeah, nobody. no.
0: Like Rand- Randall Cobb's gone. He's he's actually in Dallas
1: um <laughs> how ironic is that
0: yeah right so i mean it, yeah i mean he but you know i mean it's yet to be seen how he's going to do in lafleur's offense because a lot of the talk with rogers and lafleur is that rogers not, is not going to compromise or adjust to lafleur's right. schemes right and they're having supposedly they're having some riffs with him making the audibles and changing the play calls and so on and so forth. Saw that. But, you know, is that a lot of, you know, media stirring the pot? Could be.
1: Yeah, it probably is a little bit of that.
0: You know, and and I was, I I saw a picture of of Rodgers with Lafleur and they're kind of giving a fist bump during their first preseason game. And in one of the Packers groups that I'm in on Facebook, one of the people posted it and stuff and, I said, you know what? This is, this is perfect. This is exactly what those two need right now because they can be side by side during a game environment, and he can hear the plays that are going in. and Rogers can be like, okay, I see this defense here, so I'm going to audible to, and then so that trust and that communication is being built in a game situation.
1: Yeah. So Lafleur yeah.
0: can understand what he sees, and then they can they you know they can adjust and go from there.
1: They'll they'll get it figured out. Oh, they will. I I, I think the two of us can both agree, though. I mean, he got offered thirty million dollars. Take it, or just I mean, literally. Seriously, you I mean, want forty? You want twenty five percent more, or what is it? No, thirty three percent more.
0: I mean, if if he goes for forty million dollars a year, even if it's three years, they're gonna yeah. have no money for anybody else.
1: They're not gonna have anything, and. We'll be talking three years from now about how the Dallas Cowboys went down the drain. Hey, let's move on. This guy, friggin', I never heard of him until yesterday. I don't know if (laughs) you had. Aristides, Aristides, I don't, somebody tell me. Dude was not even listed. All right, plays for the Cincinnati Reds. The dude was not even listed on the Cincinnati Reds top 30 prospects at the beginning of the season in AAA this year. He hit 28 bombs. They brought him up and his in his first 10 games, he's hit seven home runs and tied the mark, tied the record. I'm trying. Oh, uh, Trevor story owned the record until he tied it last night. You know, anything about this guy?
0: Um, I just know that he is the replacement for Ossio Puig. Yeah, um,
1: it makes so, that trade makes so much more sense right now.
0: Uh, it, it it really does. I mean, it makes the Reds front office actually look pretty good.
1: <laughs> um, you think?
0: Yeah. You know? Um, but who, who's to say? I mean, he's six four, two twenty, twenty five years old.
1: Twenty five years old. He's not the youngest spring chicken in the big leagues but
0: No he, but I mean who, who's to say they didn't see something they absolutely loved you know down in double A AA or triple A wherever he was this year I mean he could have made a huge turn and right. all of a sudden figured it out
1: They Well that's what I read was um, he completely changed his stance in the offseason like it was it's night and day and if you watch him now he is wide open, and I'm trying to remember, was it Bichette that was wide open? Who was it that was just, like, almost standing chest to chest with a pitcher back in the 90s? I think it was Bichette.
0: It was, yeah.
1: But he completely changed his stance to that. Dude, the kid never hit. Um, he had 23 homers in double A. Let's see, is that right? No. 23 homers in A-ball, which, to be honest with you, 23 homers in the Florida State League is no joke.
0: Yeah, that's he,
1: legit. He hit 23 homers in the Florida State League in 2016. He hit 17 in the um, Southern League in Double A in Pensacola. Well, that
0: ball, uh, doesn't, ball doesn't travel there either. No,
1: it doesn't. So then this year, um, he starts out. Well, no. Last year, he started out in double A, it looks like. He got one game in the big leagues. Right. One at bat. One strikeout. Strike out, went home. And you know how many stories end that way. Like just, pff, done. Here's a
0: your, here's your, here's your cup of coffee.
1: Yeah. And then you disappear, never come back. And um I read something that he was – uh not optioned, but he something that I guess they moved him off 40 man at the beginning of the year, something like that. And, um, but he continued, he dropped 28 bombs this year between, uh, no, let's see, all in double A in 78 games, 28 bombs. They brought him up, and now he's got seven home runs in his first 10 big league games.
0: Mm-mm. It's stupid. That is. And that he's is. batting
1: 452.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's figured it out. He's a little locked in at, at the moment.
1: And the pitchers are new to him, so they'll figure some things out. He's not going to – I read a headline that said um, that uh, Aquino on pace for infinity home runs. <laughs> and I know it's a joke, and I get it. Right. But the, the he is on pace for a stupid amount for the rest of the year. But the pitchers will adjust they'll find some holes. It'll be interesting to find out over the next i don't know ten to twenty games does he make adjustments when they make adjustments so far in his minor league career, it seems like he's done a pretty good job of that
0: yeah, and I mean you know as well as I do i mean when when you're down there you maybe you every what maybe once a once a series you might run into a pretty darn good pitcher of the you know the opposing club i wasn't
1: one of those guys and wanted to come in the game
0: (laughs) you know so you know he may go over over for four one night and then turn around and go three for four the next when you're dealing with the you know not a number one prospect on the bump right um you know but you know as well as you know, all of us that have been around the game long enough. I mean, you're getting the bigs. You're going to face nasty, you know, nasty stuff every so game. No,
1: and they'll study you. Yeah. You, you get hot. They'll study you. They'll start watching film. They'll track pitches. They'll see what you swing. They'll find your holes. Yeah. It, and it's, level uh, up. it's I mean, he's not going to hit, he's not going to hit 94 home runs next year. It's just not. No.
0: no. And, and, you know, and he's, you know, of course, I mean, if, if you're a cream of the crop hitter and, you know, double a and and a ball, I mean, you're going to, you're going to look really good against guys that have, you know, flat sliders and a sinker that stays up and, you know, things like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you face Scherzer and your world gets rocked a little bit.
1: All right. So moving on, did you, did you look at the video I was telling you about where Bryce Harper and, kind of disses the guy that was that was heckling him at a game the other night. Did you see no, that?
0: No, I, I did not see it.
1: Oh, my God, dude. you got to look that up. So this guy, I don't know if he's filming himself or it's a guy next to him, but he's videoing Bryce Harper going up to bat, and he keeps yelling, overrated, 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 overrated over and over and over and over and over again. And Bryce doesn't acknowledge him. He just gets up to bat. First pitch or next pitch, whatever it is, based on the video. Boom. Drops a monster bomb. I mean, just monster. Bryce Arbor turns around right where this camera's at behind the backstop. I mean, it's it's like front row.
0: Was this in San Francisco?
1: I'm not sure. I'll have to look the video up again. But he turns around and he just points right at whoever's saying overrated. <laughs> just points at him. He didn't pimp the homer. He just turned around, pointed at the guy, and trotted around the bases. And I was like,
0: yeah, he might be
1: overpaid, but that was cool as crap.
0: Yeah. I You know what? I have – I don't really have uh, any problem with this. Um, it Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, actually. Um Looks like he put his finger up, like, telling them to be quiet and so on and so forth. Oh. Yeah, I was in San Francisco a couple of days ago. Um, you know, it, and like, you know, we all have these stories of fans heckling us and, you know, things like that. If you, you know, you play at certain levels, obviously, you know, the higher you get, the more crap you're going to listen to and hear and all this stupid stuff. You know, I, I don't have a problem with a player doing this you know um there was one time where uh, i was in st paul and we we're down in the bullpen and this guy was asking for our autographs and we told him we can't do it during a game we'll get fined you know 20 you know 25 dollars and you know when you're making is about half
1: your salary at the time and,
0: yeah exactly and you know so he got upset and he's like i don't understand what do you mean blah blah and you know and he's just kind of getting on us and our yeah our bullpen catcher kind of stood up and turned around. He, you know, he, at the time I was, I don't know, 26, 27, he was, you know, in his upper thirties and uh, you know, kind of a, the dad of the group, so to speak. And he turned around and he goes, dude, he goes, where do you work? And the guy's like, why? He goes, cause tomorrow we're going to come and heckle you at your job <laughs> <laughs> and bother you, bother you for your autograph and just and bother you during your course of business. And the guy just <laughs> kind of turned around and sat down and, Shut up, basically. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's the thing that I I think a lot of these people forget is you know yeah they're you know we're getting paid to play a game. These guys are getting paid to play a game, but it's it's our job. You know, it's and, the
1: job. There's a lot more on each player's mind too. Like, how do I pay the rent? What's my fiance spending today? You know, it's it's real people life around the game. I mean. Just because you play a game doesn't mean you got you don't have other things going on in your sure. life.
0: Yeah, you're you're exactly right. I mean, they got They got. I mean, obviously, everything's a little bit, probably a little bit more expensive, especially with someone like Bryce Harper getting thirty three million a year. But, right. You know, but it's still the same thing. I mean, you got to pay for your car. You got to pay for your mortgage, insurance, so on and so forth. With his wife, what is you know, like like you said, what is she spending? You know, so on and so forth. But, you know, if if somebody is going to heckle you. If you're gonna dish it out, you got to be able to take it.
1: Yeah, oh heck you yeah. Know?
0: And, and I, I have no problem with a player engaging it to a point, as long as they're not in the stands, or are not insulting the guy back. But him pointing at the guy, you know, when he crosses the plate, telling him to be quiet, like those sort of things, like I'm good with that. And yeah. that's that's kind of the cool thing about baseball is you can interact with fans and players and kind of have sure. that that jarring back and forth. And you know, and, and Mike Felder. I don't know if you remember him or not. I believe he, you know, he bounced around in the big leagues and stuff like that. He was our hitting coach in in Jupiter, and oh, wow. some uh, some guys were John at one of our outfielders, and so he kind of told everybody in the dugout. He goes, "Man," he goes, "You know what? I used to tell people when they when they sit there and bark at me, I'd turn around, and if I've had enough, I would just turn around and look at him and say, hey, thank you for helping pay my mortgage today for buying these tickets.'" <laughs> And that would shut them up because it's like, oh yeah, well, because after that they have nothing. I mean, you're paying oh, yeah. his salary because you bought the tickets, regardless yeah. if you're, you know, if they're on the road or not. I mean, it's that <laughs> it's what it comes down to. So yeah,
1: I mean, that is it's, funny to think about, though. Yeah. Um, did you see this stuff about Antonio Brown? First, first it was him cryo freezing his feet. And I saw the pictures. He went to a cryogenics therapy, a cryotherapy place in France or something. And he stayed in too long with the wrong footwear or something. And his feet all blistered so he couldn't go to camp. And now he um, is basically telling the team and the NFL that if he can't wear the helmet of his choice, which is his old helmet, I guess, he just won't play football. Have you seen that?
0: Yes, I have, and it kind of it, it it confuses me for a little bit. Um, me, I get I get the comfort, and Tom Brady brought it up too. Like it just I don't know if it's like you know sanctioned that you know the NFL that these guys have to wear these new helmets or not, but it almost sounds like it and it's you know for the reason of concussions right um, you know Tom, Tom Brady's saying the same thing
1: right but are you telling me as an NFL player that the NFL has not done enough testing to say there are other just as safe helmets <sighs> who you knows I mean, I mean
0: yeah yeah exactly um, you know I don't know if it I know it's, it's, you know, I'm looking this up right now for a second. Um, Riddell, it's a brand new alternate helmet. Right. Really? Uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. Supposedly they have some sort of springs in them or whatever. Um,
1: but he didn't want to wear the new one. He wants to wear the old one.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, and he's saying it's vision. He's saying he can't see. That, that's the main so, thing that he can't see.
1: I can hear that, but are you telling me you can't talk to the helmet manufacturer and get one modified? You're making how many millions a year? You're Antonio Brown. You can't call shoot and say, hey, look, I can't see out of the sides. So can you make the same helmet with the same safety requirements that give me better peripheral vision? I mean, I know for a fact I got friends that run fishing charters can call the biggest tackle manufacturers in the world and say, Hey, this lure doesn't swim the way it should. I need one to swim this way. And they'll be like, okay. And they'll spend $50,000 making a new mold just because that guy said so. And you're telling me Antonio Brown can't get the helmet manufacturer just to modify the viewport out of his helmet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, you would think so, right? I mean, you're 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 talking about a guy that's making millions of dollars, and is a, always a hot topic. I mean, that guy's always bringing in some sort oh, of yeah. drama. So, right, so move it back. I mean, curl it. Just I don't know in the the peripheral vision because I mean, obviously as a receiver, your peripheral vision's huge.
1: Right, I agree.
0: And you got to be able to whip your head around on your cuts and be able to see, you know, out of the corner of your eye if somebody's. You know, coming to, safety's safety is coming over the top linebackers in front of you. So, vision is obviously huge in this game. So, why wouldn't they be able to? I would think
1: would. you know what it reminds me of. Have you watched the show Ballers on um, Showtime? No, it's, it's got Dwayne Johnson, the rock. Oh, He's, ballers,
0: ballers. Yes, yeah, yes ballers, yes. ballers.
1: Uh-huh. He's an agent. And he's got this one client, Ricky, I think it's his name, Ricky. And it's like, Ricky is always coming up with a reason to not go back and play any more football. People offer him money. People offer him deals. They, and he's like, he comes up some reason. He just, he just never goes back and it's the most frustrating thing. And this is kind of what this reminds me of. Is yeah. I feel like Antonio is just like first it's my feet, second it's my helmet. I just can't play in that helmet. I'll just not play. And it's like, okay, look, if you don't want to play, just say you don't want to play. Right. Nobody's gonna be mad. Say you're what, whatever, like thirty-six years old, and say, look, I'm thirty-six. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore.
0: So I'm I'm looking, and if you want to look it up, go ahead, but. I found this on NFLPA, okay. Players Association, right? So they did a helmet laboratory testing performance results. The top helmet for biomechanical experts, which evaluated reduced head impact severity. Yeah. The top helmet is VICIS01.
1: Vice. Yeah, it's a vice helmet.
0: So, looking at it, and I'm looking at this chart here that they have, it looks like the peripheral vision is actually pretty good. Right. So, I don't know what helmet it is that he has, but why wouldn't he try on different ones?
1: Vicious. I'm sorry. Vicious. Yes. That's the name of it, because I had to shop helmets last year. It's vicious. Yeah.
0: So, why why wouldn't he go with something else? I mean... the. The top four that will go top five is a Shut, a Riddell Speed Flex, a Riddell Speed Flex Precision, and a Shut Air XP Pro.
1: Probably not... the most popular helmet in the NFL and college and high school, because my son's got one too, is the um, Riddell Speed or the Speed Flex. And it's not even ranked number one. The Vicious. I think this, the Speedflex cost me for my son about 450 bucks.
0: Good Lord.
1: Yeah. But, and I wasn't going to buy one until I went to their uniform fitting
0: uh-huh.
1: and they had the helmets that they dole out to the kids. And dude, I mean, I'd rather get hit in the head with a hammer <laughs> and tackle somebody wearing one of those helmets. The pads were so hard. And Which, um,
0: which ones were they? Do you know?
1: It was one of the low end shoots. It was like the, um, I can't remember the name. It's one of the low end shoots. So, like 129 bucks. But the pads are really, really hard. And I, I told my son for six months, he was stupid. I was never buying him that. And then when he handed me that helmet, I was like, What helmet do you want? I will buy whatever because this sucks mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. freaking bad. And Dude, these Speedflex are amazing. I can't even imagine how much the Vicious helmets, how nice they are. Um, because the padding on the inside for my son's helmet has um, like a velvet lining. The um, pads inside are adjustable with air pumps, all that stuff. It's phenomenal. And they rank, what would you say, third?
0: Which one? The Speedflex?
1: Right. It's like third, right?
0: Third third and fourth. So there's the third. speed flex precision diamond and then speed, speed flex precision.
1: All right. So the the one my son's got the fourth one. is the precision. The um I can't imagine how amazing the vicious helmets are if they outperformed the speed flex. Yeah. And this guy stands to make what? What what was it like twenty two million dollars this year? Something? Like yeah,
0: something yeah.
1: And he won't play because the helmet that's been through ridiculous tests
0: for, fit right
1: and safety doesn't fit right. I think I smell something else. I think he just either he's got a nagging injury or he just doesn't want to do it. That's yeah. thing. Yeah. I
0: mean, I, I, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Do
1: if I told you, I would give you a leather skull cap to go <laughs> sixteen games in the NFL for 20 million dollars, would you do it?
0: Going back to the 1950s, man,
1: would you do it for, for 20 how? million? Um,
0: if I had his speed, his agility, probably because I'd be able to avoid hits at that point. I'm
1: 6'3, 250 pounds, and I run a 60 yard dash in 7.5 seconds. I would go do it today. I don't care. You give me 20 million dollars and a skull cap, made out of leather, and you will see me for 16 games. One year, out, take my $20 million, go home. If I need a doctor, I need a doctor. <laughs> I mean, at that point... <laughs> You'd be
0: eating all your food through a straw.
1: But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the highest rate of football helmets that the NFL has tested for safety.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's a ton. I mean, I only brought up the top five. I mean, there's probably
1: 20 so there's there's something going on
0: yeah
1: i bet you if he's playing for the browns right now he'd be in camp
0: yeah there's uh there's there's 12 there's 12 helmets that are actually prohibited in the nfl
1: some of them i see on the football field during high school
0: uh every single one of them is a rawlings so, if you have any football, if you have any kids that uh, play football, tackle football, don't put them in a Rawlings helmet.
1: But they're going to shoot Rydell or Vicious if you got money, because I think they're about eight or nine hundred bucks. Man. But they, that's crazy. They nice. And they've got a killer website. Go check out Vicious um, Football Helmets website. It's about to go check that out. Pretty awesome. All right. So, last hot topic of the week. Well, I got, I got
0: one more before we get there, so this just, this just came, came up. Give it to me. Glaber Torres of the Yankees yeah. has now hit most homers by any player versus one opponent in the divisional era. He hit his 13th home run versus the Orioles.
1: In the same season?
0: In the same season. They also already set, the Yankees already set a record for the most home runs against one opponent in a season. The team... And now, Glaber Torres just said it as a personal.
1: There's, there's going to be about 500 players this year that don't hit 13 home runs the entire season.
0: Yeah, and he, <laughs> he hit 13 against the Orioles, one team.
1: Right? He, how many total home runs does he have? Uh, Come on, Scott. You should have. Man, sorry. I don't
0: know that one. Let me let me look real quick. Let's go I ahead. So what was Gleyber what was your last? Um, what was your next topic?
1: No, I don't want to skip this. I want to. I don't know how to spell Glaber Torres. Uh, Let's
0: see. Glaber Torres has uh,
1: twenty-three. So he's got three more home runs against the Orioles than he does every other team mm-hmm. in the major leagues right now. Mm-hmm. Dude, <laughs> coming up on the schedule, I would be like. Oh, that's hilarious! Friends, uh, like we're going out for steak dinners. We're gonna have fun this weekend. Let's go!
0: Yeah, you're not you're not taking a day off against the Orioles, buddy. Sorry.
1: No, no. Aaron Boone, look at me and be like, "I'm giving you a day off." But like, "No, you're not." Yeah, I'm getting bombs tonight.
0: <laughs> did you Did you see the score with the Astros and Orioles on? I think it was Saturday. No. Oh Lord. What was, was that? It? Hold on, let me try to pull it up here. Um, let me get to scores. We'll go Saturday. I mean it was like it was a football score. It was twenty twenty three to twenty three. Okay. Yeah, twenty three to two. So basically Houston Houston got a couple of field goals, a couple of touchdowns, and, and the, the Ravens uh got a safety.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, twenty three
0: to two.
1: How do you I mean, did they put some position players in to pitch? What what happened?
0: Well, okay, so Jordan Alvarez, who another, he, he's another rookie, right, that, that we probably yeah. should talk about here. He had seven RBIs in this game. He went three for five with seven RBIs. Okay. He was traded. He had three home runs in that game alone. <laughs> right? So he, he, was, he was traded from the Dodgers. Yeah. For Josh Fields. Wow. So a bunch of Dodger people are like, can we have him back?
1: <laughs> Holy smokes.
0: Yeah, seven RBIs.
1: All right, so that brings me on to my last topic. The freaking New York Mets might have a chance to go to the playoffs.
0: Yes. yeah, Dude, they're chasing I... down the Nationals
1: like crazy.
0: Yeah, they're... Um... Well, they're they're eight games back from the Braves, so they're still in third place. But let's look at the wild card, and I believe and they're a half, thought, game or
1: half games back from the wild uh,
0: card. They're they're one game out. One game. Uh, yeah. So right now, it's the Nationals and Cardinals um, in the lead. Brewers are half a game. Mets are a game out.
1: Starts making that stroman trade look pretty smart.
0: Yeah, it really does, um, and and not and then on top of it, not trading center guard. I mean that that could very well prove to be more beneficial than the the Stroman trade, honestly.
1: Who did they so, give up for Stroman? Do you know? I don't. I can't remember. I
0: they didn't give up much. I, I don't even know if they gave up a top prospect at all.
1: Stroman's only got one more year on his contract, right?
0: I believe so. Yeah.
1: So they are renting an arm, one hundred percent. And that's what kind of made me think, what are they doing? Well, right. Shot right. at the playoffs. So they, they
0: have center guard for another two years. And right. I, I think they inked the Grom for at least another five. Stroman's from New York.
1: I know, but he wants to be a Yankee.
0: He does, but you know what? I, I, if, if he gels with this group and they offer him decent money, cause they, they gotta have some room. To sign somebody like him, right. they don't have a lot of big name guys. They don't have a lot of they. They got a lot of young guys on rookie contracts. So yep. you figured they got to have the money to sign them.
1: I hope they do. I'm enjoying watching them play right now.
0: Yeah, they got a it's, lot of fire, a lot of young energy, youthful energy going on.
1: They got Alonzo. They got uh, dude Degrom, and um, what was the guy you mentioned? The staff with DeGrom and Sinegard and um, what's his name? They just got that we were just talking about, Stroman. Dude, if they can hold that together, thank you, Stroman. Next year might be a lot of fun as a Mets fan.
0: Yes, it very well could be.
1: And okay. they, they spent a lot of time not having fun.
0: <laughs> they haven't for quite a while.
1: Yeah, a lot of time. Yeah. So, before we go, what's, what's going on in your world?
0: What world would that be?
1: Your world, uh, your life. You had a birthday party yesterday.
0: Yeah, we did. Um, my oldest one turned 14. It was back in July, so it was a delayed birthday party. So just gotcha. had some friends over and kept it low key. But I went out and scouted uh, the class of 2023 baseball players. So these are incoming freshmen.
1: That's got to be that's my son's age.
0: Yes, and same with same with my oldest daughter. Yep. Um, it was it, it it it's it's amazing. Um, there was probably I don't know ten ten to twelve college scouts there. There you know Tennessee, DBU, TCU Just hosted it. Generals. Miami was there, um, Houston, and uh, so I'm you know I'm watching this and and uh, the game before that was some upperclassmen who haven't committed yet okay and there's some talent um saw a few local kids that that showed up pretty good um so where was this at where was it at this is hosted by tcu and it was through a i guess a if you want to call it a company called prospect wire okay um so i was out there scouting for for these you know these these freshmen trying to see any of these uncommitted upperclassmen and stuff like that if they're worth you know our my my company for my side job to go after um and uh so i'm I'm watching these kids warm up these freshmen warm up right and they're kind of first of all I, I i was in the concourse they were getting their pictures done and stuff like that and i'm watching watch them walk past me dude how do you i'm i'm 5'11, six foot. Half of these kids are taller than me. Wow. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, they're like six one, 6'2, 6'3. I'm just like, wow. And so I'm you know, sitting there watching them kind of warm up, seeing what's going on. And the kid from the East team, he's out of Boise City, Louisiana. So Shreveport, basically. Yeah. He's going to start the game for the East. Dudes airing it out, going air to air from the right center field track to the left field foul line. Oh, wow. At 14 years old, and I'm sitting here going, okay, if he can do that, I can't wait to see him on the bump and getting the gun on him. Right. So at 14 years old, he was sitting for two innings, anywhere from 90 to 88.
1: Shut up. Yep. At 14. 14. That's what I got drafted on at 18.
0: Yeah. So, I I mean, I was just and in, in it you know in awe you know because i'm thinking back to when i was that age and i'm like dude i maybe broke 80 82 if that right yeah and so then for the west team was a kid out of bakersfield a lefty he he's sitting anywhere from 87 to 84 with a <laughs> nasty with a nasty hammer right so i'm and then so i'm, I'm sitting here and i'm going all right let's just getting some pop times from these catchers they're anywhere yep. from a 205 to a 195 both both catchers
1: it's insane
0: yeah and so they took bp beforehand with wood right so they played this entire thing with wood and took bp one kid went yard twice and another one went yard so two kids went yard with, with wood with At wood. 14 yep
1: on a on a college southfield field
0: yep and and the the one kid that went yard twice, I mean, they were no doubters. I mean, just kids on the field were like, "Oh,
1: dude, that's those pop times with catchers are insane." My um, my son's a catcher, and he got the award for defensive player of the year this year, this past year. And the coach mentioned said, "I don't know if you guys know, but the other team attempted." 93 stolen bases or something like that. Something stupid. No, no, no. We attempted 93 stolen bases, and we were were successful 87 times. Wow. He said, but I don't know if you know, our other teams attempted um, 13 stolen bases total for the year, and they were successful three times. No, take it back. Seven times. And he said, however, seven of the thirteen attempts were catchers' indifference, meaning we told the catcher not to throw. So there were only six true stolen of base attempts, and they were successful three times. And he yeah. he said, but we attempted ninety three, they attempted thirteen, <clears throat> but only seven were real. Six were real attempts. He said, and now our defensive player of the year. He said. With an average time second base of two point two five seconds, it's Kate Evanson, and I was like two point. That can't be real. I'm like two point two five seconds for a fourteen year old. That can't be real. So I went back to some of the video and I timed it. I got them from two point two to two point three about every time. So when you say you saw kids throwing one nines and two oh's, that's yeah. insane to me.
0: Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It is. It is At
1: fourteen years old.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they are cannons. I mean, they were. Was... I thought two two
1: was good. Crap. Yeah. year old.
0: But um, but two is not bad for a fourteen year old. Not bad at all.
1: I know. I mean, but still, one nines and two os—that's nuts.
0: Yeah. But, uh,
1: it's got to be what we're feeding these kids.
0: It's I gonna, guess.
1: It's got to be the hormone enriched I don't know.
0: I don't know, but there's a there's a shortstop out of Las Cruces that was a mini Francisco Lindor just slick as snot? oh yeah just... it was it was amazing how quick his hands were that's and, all. and and smooth like he was smooth he turned a double play and it was and the, the second baseman wasn't far you know far off from his ability either and they turned a double play i mean probably as quick as any major league team could put, could turn it
1: and then that's
0: yeah, I mean, it's just like, it was in his glove for maybe a second, just and it
1: was That's out. What I understand is, you think you're good? You didn't see anything yet. There, you know, I see these kids in town. We're in a small town, and some of them are pretty good athletes. And I and I'm sometimes they really impress me, and I just listen to their dads talk, and I think you have no idea Mm-mm. what is Apple. There are kids right now at 14 years old that could play D1 baseball now mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And they just don't, they don't they don't get it. And yeah. I don't I don't burst their bubble either. I just say, Oh, that's great. I'm glad your kids are good. You know, and just let it go and I listen to the stories and <clears throat> but yeah, it's insane. And I tell my son all the time, his goal is to play football at the University of Georgia. And I tell them, hey, I'm glad you got goals. But I'm telling you right now, there's a million kids out there working harder than, than you today. And yep. if you work harder tomorrow, there's a half million still working harder. And if you work harder the next day, there's a quarter million still working harder. I'm like, you cannot work hard enough. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Don't tell me that you're bored. Go run up and down the hill and drag a tire behind you. Yep. Let's do it. 100%. Um hey man I know it's been tough for us to get together in the last couple of weeks but um I'm glad we both found ta- time and I always enjoy it. Yes him- sir. To you and here hearing- you you've got so much more insight than I do. I just like to talk sports and really don't know what I'm talking about halftime but it's nice talking to you and hearing what you have to say. Hey go um spend some time with your family. Guys, we'll be back really soon. Um We've got some star guests coming up. I got some former NFL players coming on. We got some former MLB players coming on. Um, if you got any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, just shoot us a message. You can go to ProSportsTalkLive dot com. And uh, Scott, you got anything for you? I do not. I think uh, I think we
0: covered quite a quite a few hot topics.
1: We're on 30 minutes. We're at 55 minutes right now. So. <laughs> well,
0: so. we had a lot to talk about. We, we haven't been on in a while. <laughs>
1: That's right. All right, guys. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week. Scott, I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right. All right see ya.